The content available on this podcast and on MarieWilliamsSeniorServices.com has been produced for educational purposes only. The contents of any episodes do not constitute medical, legal, or professional advice, do not reflect the opinions of this company, any of its parent companies or affiliates, and do not create any type of professional relationship between the audience, guest, and the host. No person listening to this podcast should act or refrain from acting on the basis of the content of a podcast without first seeking appropriate professional advice and or counseling, nor shall the information be used as a substitute for professional advice and or counseling. Lori Williams Senior Services, LLC, expressly denies any and all liability relating to any actions taken or not taken based on any or all contents of this podcast. Welcome to Aging in Style with me, Lori Williams. I'm an optimist by nature, and I believe you can follow your dreams at any age. My grandmother's journey with dementia ignited a passion in me to work with seniors. I've spent the past 13 years learning about seniors and aging. In my mid-50s, I followed my own dream and founded my company, where I use my expertise to help seniors locate housing and resources. On this podcast, we cover all aspects of aging. Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to today's show. I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. We are talking about resolutions and about setting goals and having a sense of purpose in our lives, no matter our age. And I think what a great time to talk about this. There is no better time because today is a brand new brand new year. It is now 2021. We have said goodbye to 2020 and good riddance. (laughs) I think we are all happy to be starting a new year, starting fresh and, you know, have a lot of a lot of great goals and things we want to accomplish in the new year. So when I started thinking about this show and this topic, I realized probably people, if they're not working with seniors a lot, a lot, or if they're much younger, you probably don't think about seniors still setting goals and setting resolutions. But you know what? I mean, it's something that everyone does. So whether you're 18 and setting your resolutions for the new year, or you're 85 and setting resolutions, I mean, they may look different, or some may be similar. I mean, we probably all throw that let's lose a little weight, exercise more on our list, no matter our age. <laughs> so, but let's talk about it. And let's talk about that. You know, there's no, no age limit on setting resolutions. We can set resolutions even if we're 105. So when we, when we talk about resolutions or setting goals, and I know people hate to use the word resolution, so we'll just say, you know, goals. Setting goals for the new year. Some tips on how to manage those goals and, and make sure that they do happen. And we just, a week later, just kind of forget that we were even um, had this discussion <laughs> or, you know, sat down with a pen and paper and wrote down some resolutions. So we want to make sure our goals are manageable, right? So, I mean, I personally am not going to set a goal that I am going to begin ice skating and become a famous ice skater because one, I don't like cold. I don't like skating. My ankles hurt when I've tried to skate in the past. So that is not going to be a manageable goal for me because if I, you know, try to start skating, I mean, it's just not even going to happen. So we're just going to throw that goal away. So we want it to be a manageable goal, something that we can see ourselves doing, something that we may enjoy doing. We're going to also share it with a friend or a family member. Because if you share the goal, you put it out there, you kind of put yourself out there and you don't want to be like, 
oh yeah, what was that goal you set last week? (laughs) And you've done nothing to move forward with it. Also, charting your progress on a calendar is very helpful. Like if you've decided you're going to exercise three days a week, maybe set on your calendar Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and check it off when you do it. Creating a vision board is very helpful. I am a big, big fan of vision boards. I've been doing them for five years, and I think they're amazing. I just looked up at mine right now, and you know what's on it from 2020? Podcast. And what am I doing now? A podcast. (laughs) So you put what your dreams are on your vision board, you look at it enough. And I think it works like with your subconscious. And you know, it, it happens, you keep looking at it, I looked at podcasts, and it happened. Here I am. And then also really important, when you set a goal, don't give up on it, because the average time it takes to form a habit, are you ready for this? 66 days. That sounds like a ridiculously long amount of time. But that's what it is, guys. So 66 days on average to form a habit. Okay, so let's talk about 10 New Year's resolutions for seniors. And these could be for anyone, but I wrote these more like with seniors in mind. So number one, review your legal documents. Get yourself organized. And I think this is so important. And a lot of times I talk to families and they have no idea, any clue about their parents or their grandparents, what their wishes are, um, what they have, you know, financially, what they have available, what their burial plans are. They don't have any of this stuff. So you want to get organized. You, You need a will, advanced directives, meet with an elder law attorney and work all of this out. We did a podcast with an elder law attorney where he talked about all the different things that that you need to kind of pull together. So that's a good one to go back and listen to if you haven't. Resolution number two, Schedule your doctor's appointments, your dentist, your eye doctor, specialist, if you have them. And the reason that I'm really stressing this one is because of COVID, so many seniors have been afraid to go out, rightfully so, but they have neglected certain doctor's appointments like dentist, eye doctor, all these different, even some of their specialists. So it's very, very important to go ahead and make those appointments. And you know, guys, I'm guilty too. I haven't gone to my eye doctor in over a year, and I definitely need to set my appointment. So let's get back in the habit of getting those those doctor's appointments and, and seeing our doctors regularly. Number three, take inventory of your medications. Very important. Ask your pharmacist for a list of all your medications. If you don't have this, get a list of everything you're on and the dosages. And you should keep a copy of it on your cell phone. You can just take a picture or you can put it like in your memos, just in that memo section, you know, the note section so that you have it always with you. Just in case you are at the doctor, if you have an emergency, you just want to know, let them know what medications you're taking. Consider a medication dispenser or a pillbox so that you can stay more organized and make sure that you are taking your medicines as prescribed. Number four, add vitamins. And let me just say this first, always consult with your doctor because some vitamins may interact, I know with like blood thinners and different things. But when COVID started, everyone kept saying you need to be on vitamin D, zinc, and C. And I have to tell y'all, I started all those myself and I I feel better than I've ever felt. But we need to, um, you know, do things to take care of our body, keep us healthy, take our medications, and then also take our vitamins too. Okay, Number five, give your brain a workout. Crossword puzzles, um, jigsaw puzzles, Sudoku, read, 
take college courses at community colleges. And you know, guys, everything's online now. You could take an online course. You can go get a master's degree if you've always wanted to. I mean, you know, it's just, it's just unlimited, all the things you can do. You just have to apply yourself and, and make that decision and just go for it. Um, but, you know, it's so important to keep your brain active. Number six, be active, be physically active. Walk, stretch, do chair exercises. It looks different for everyone because it just depends on if you, you know, if you have mobility issues, you're not going to be walking, you know, two miles. But for you to get up and, and do some chair exercises or just to walk around your apartment with your walker, I mean, you set a goal that is right for you. But set an exercise goal. Maybe set three days a week, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes or three days a week, I'm going to do a 10 minute video chair exercise, whatever it may be. But just do it. Number seven, guard against falls. And we did a show earlier called um, a conversation about fall prevention with Jackie Archer. She's with Advanced Home Health. And that was episode 20, I believe. So, so important. Falling can be a game changer and they are the leading cause of injury for people over age 65. So we gave a lot of good tips on that show about making your environment clutter free, um, putting night lights, having grab bars, shower chairs, there's all kinds of great devices that are designed to keep you independent. And that's the name of the game. We want to stay independent as long as possible. So a fall can change that in an instant. And we don't want that for you guys. So really look around your home and guard against falls. Number eight, and this has been so important through COVID. We've seen a lot of this, but it's speak up if you're feeling depressed or anxious. One in five older adults actually suffer from depression or anxiety. And I would say that's probably higher through COVID because people have become so isolated, you know, not able to get out of their apartments or their homes, not seeing family. I totally get it. I mean, personally, I've not seen my mom in a year now. And I just, I just hate that. But there's some health issues. She's out of state. And, you know, I don't want to bring COVID unknowingly to them. So, so that's, it's been a very difficult time. And I think there, you know, there's a lot of depression and anxiety. So if you are feeling sad, you know, here's some things to kind of look, look out for. You're feeling sad, you're feeling tired, you're feeling very worried about things, you're having a difficult time sleeping, all of these could be signs that you're having some depression or anxiety. So I just cannot stress enough to just reach out to your doctor or to a family member or to a good friend and share with them how you're feeling. And I think that's going to help in and of itself sharing and letting someone know what's going on. But, you know, maybe there's maybe there's some medication or maybe there's some therapy or maybe there's, you know, a friend can know that they need to be checking in on you more. So just let someone know. Number nine, embrace technology. And in the past year, I think this is something that we've seen seniors really rise to the occasion and embrace technology. Zoom obviously has become huge and, you know, grandkids are Zooming with their grandparents and um, it's amazing. I'm thankful that we have these technologies because that is a way that through this whole COVID, we've managed to stay in some way attached to each other and in communication. So learn to use that iPad 
add apps to it. There's all kinds of games. You can add games that are like brain games on there too. There's apps to track your exercise. There's, I mean, there's an app for everything. (laughs) You know, get on Facebook. I know it's social media, but you know, why not? I have a lot of friends on Facebook who are in their 80s and I love following them and and talking to them on Facebook. And like I said, just add the games and apps. You know, there's so many great things out there. And number 10, this is the 10th resolution and I think this is probably the most important. Keep laughing. This was a year (laughs) that, you know, was a lot of times we probably couldn't find much to laugh about, but find humor find what makes you laugh what makes you happy is it sharing stories about family about things I know in our family we love sharing stories when the kids were little you know funny stories and funny funny things that probably my husband and I think they're so amusing because you know they're they're really funny to us our kids are kind of like eh, that's not so funny but we think they're hilarious but just you know share those stories with your family Watch a movie um, or a comedian, something that you think is so funny, you know, a great movie um, that really makes you laugh. You can find anything on Netflix now. And, um, you know, there's all kinds of old shows. Like if you love Andy Griffith's show, oh my gosh, you can find that in reruns or Mary Tyler Moore. I just saw an ad for that the other day and I thought, oh, I think I need to watch that again. So just all those old shows that bring back good memories when you were younger and, you know, that you just found them to be really funny. And just kind of the bottom line is, I mean, laughter is really the best medicine. So let's just kind of remember that. So I hope that these 10 tips help you with making resolutions or goals and just remembering that no matter what your age is, you do need a sense of purpose and you you do need to set a goal for yourself. So thank you, as always, for tuning in today. Um, I hope that this has been eye-opening and maybe help you with setting your own path for the year coming up. And thank you guys for tuning in. As always, you can find all kinds of resources on my website, which is lauriwilliams-seniorservices.com. Go through and listen to all the episodes and please like and follow the podcast and share with your friends. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.